What's up, Viva fam? It's your girl, Ash Tone, and you are listening to the Viva La Life podcast, where we talk about everything and everybody, okay? Shout out to everybody that listened to last episode. Uh, I forgot what it was called. Oh, three months later, the three months later episode. Everybody that listened to it because you got it trending in the podcast sphere. That was really cool. Plus, you got me paid, paid because I had way more people than usual listen to it. So shout out to you guys for making the sister rich. Um, This episode is going to be the part two. We're going to like quickly, it ain't going to be a whole episode dedicated to these people anymore, but we're going to wrap it up quickly and then move on because I want to talk about Wendy Williams. I want to talk about pop cultural things that has happened this week. And I also want to talk about a couple of podcasts and I may even talk to you about car insurance. (laughs) Not that I'm trying to tell, not that I'm trying to sell you car insurance. I just want to talk about it because I had a whole ordeal while looking for car insurance and I just want to talk about it. See if anybody else is going through that as well. Um, I got a Brewster today, so you know today's episode is going to be real lit. Real loose lit. But before we get into all that, let's get the bills paid with a commercial break. Welcome back, Viva fam. Thank you for staying tuned through the commercial break. If you're just now tuning in, I'm your girl, Ash Tone, the host with the most, and you're listening to the Viva the Life podcast. So where do I begin? Part two. Well, first, let me give you guys the tea on what has happened since that last episode, because I know you're dying to know. I've been putting a little bit of subs on my Instagram, but like I said, I don't want to give nobody's too much airtime on my platform. But, um, okay, so apparently the neighborhood is Mizzy mad, big Mizzy mad, which is funny to me because I'm like, don't be mad at me that I'm calling out your behavior. You know, like if you mad at anybody, be mad at yourself, look in the mirror and be mad at yourself. The only person that have the right to be mad is the girl giving up pussy to live in the middle of nowhere. All right, I'm going to stop messing with that girl because she's big mad. They live across from me, and, like, sometimes they can't, like, it's like they get so, you can feel the anger. They want to rip their pussy hairs out. They so mad. And I don't know what they mad at because everybody, they all talk shit about everybody. Like, they've all talked shit about each other, you know, with me around. But then when I talk shit about everybody to you guys, they big mad. So it's like, it's cool when you do it, but it's a problem when I do it. Fuck them. So, um... Yeah, uh, I don't even remember where I left off because I haven't listened to that episode. I just keep getting, you know, random people that be hearing it, um, which is cool. Like I said in the opening, excuse me, I have to burp. It got me real paid. Like I was like about to cash out from that last episode. I'm like, holy shit, I can buy me a new wardrobe now, which by the way, I found this new store. I don't want to shout it out because I don't want everybody going to shop there and then they raise the prices. But I found this new wholesale store. And um, I love the clothes there. Like, they they have my vision of what I want to be wearing. I'm a huge jumpsuit, legging, bralette type sweatpants wearing athlete leisure girl, woman, lady, whatever you want to call me. Just don't call me a bitch. Um, I like that type of style, you know, when you wear the sweats and then a good sneaker. So I put in an order 
46 items for only $500. That comes out to about $11, $12 per item. Where are you getting clothes that cheap? Keyword on cheap. Well, I don't know if the clothes are going to be super cheap, uh, like, like Fashion Nova or Shein or Pretty Little Thing. I'm assuming it is because it's like fast, fast, fast fashion. But if it could last me at least throughout the season of fall, I'm good. I'm real good. So, yeah, I can't wait to get that shipment in because, like, I'm finally excited to get back into clothing ever since, um, really, ever since 2020. I have just like let myself go in regards to things I am interested in with fashion and hair and style. I have just been in survival mode trying to survive this motherfucking life. So I'm I'm excited to be able to finally invest some money into like getting my fashion game back up. Um, in regards to my hair, I have been... <laughs> Catering, I kind of want to go back into wig life, really. Like, excuse me. I kind of want to go back into wig life just because, like, I want blue hair. I want some orange hair. I want rainbow hair. Like, I want to I spice it up. And um, braids are cool. But I kind of think I want curly, curly, curly. So, I don't know. I'm, I've been... I've been peeping the wig scene and kind of making mental notes if, you know, I decide to go that route. I already know what I'm getting and who I'm getting it from. Shout out to Wigging It on Instagram because she be doing her thing. I love her wigs. I think I might end up getting one from her if I decide to go that route. So long story about all that. The last episode, part two, we were going to get into Fairy Boy and Fairy Girl which they have been very bad, very naughty people getting everybody riled up. Like I told you guys, I know they listen here. I know they listen here. And they went and got everybody riled up. Now, I usually say it with my chest. You know, I have no problem saying it if it's brought up. But it was meant for you guys, not for them to go and be like, oh, look, she's talking about everybody here, which I'm not talking about everybody. I only talked about old man and young bitch and fairy boy and fairy girl. Those four are the only people that should be offended because those are the only four people that I dragged. Everyone else, if they're offended, that's just on them. Like they offended on something else. Go be offended with your life. Not me. So the whole thing about fairy boy and fairy girl, if I'm just wrapping it up so we can move on to something more productive and more interesting is, um, I don't know, like, I really don't know what it is. Um, I do feel like they send negative energy my way. I do feel like they send curses and shit like that. If they don't, it could be, you know, I could be wrong, but my gut is just telling me that they send curses them and young bitch i think they're all involved with sending curses or doing some type of witchcraft uh my way and the reason why i say this is because every time i do a reversal well i haven't done a reversal in a while but i will in a minute (laughs) after this episode i'll do a reversal but every time i send every time in the past that i have sent a reversal young bitch was in the hospital getting an organ taken out i didn't directly curse that girl but every time I send a reversal, a return to sender, you in the hospital getting an organ taken out, I'm going to start looking at you suspicious. I'm going to be like, hmm, are you sending negative juju, negative vibes, negative energy, negative anything my way? Because it's real crazy. Every time I send a reversal, you fucked up. 
now I like I said I haven't seen one in a while but I'm gonna send one today and we'll peep the scene and see what happens also I've sent reversals a couple of other times and have seen some shit with fairy boy and fairy girl go down and I'm like mm, I wasn't directly accusing you guys of nothing because like I said in the past we were kind of maybe sort of friends never once looked their direction thinking that they the ones that sent in the evil the evil eye but um until those reversals were sent i started seeing some shit about them getting fucked up and i'm like looking at them sideways now like hmm are you guys being fake and phony by being nice to my face but then talking hella shit and being jealous behind my back that question has you know i have not got a confirmation from them directly but the way things have played out it looks like it has been true not to mention that they talk a lot of shit about everybody but then when they're around them they're like friends so that's kind of weird so that's all in all why i don't fuck with them anymore and because i know you guys are listening to this too that's why i don't fuck with you no more you know and i don't find the need to tell people to their face when i have an issue with them because the only time I have confrontation with people is if I want to work it out. You know, if I come to you with a problem, it's with the hopes of working it out so we can move past it together. If I don't tell you nothing and I just go ghost, that just means I don't fuck with you and I don't value the relationship enough to even work on it. I don't care. And that's it. I'm done, you know? And so, like, I could be confrontational and every person I don't like tell them I don't like you because this, that, 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 that. But why? Why? I feel like that's messy. I could just not like you, see some shit I don't fuck with, and then move on. You're deleted, you're X'd, you're out. No explanation. Some would say that's toxic. I don't know if that's toxic. You know, I don't know if that's toxic. Like, if I don't care about, the, if I don't value the relationship, why would I do anything for it? Just end it right then and there. It ends with me. So... that's that with the part two i know i like was gonna tell a whole nother story but like i said these people are weird these people are in their feels right now so i'm not gonna try to talk i'm not gonna talk about them no more on this podcast this was the last little bit because like i said they really really got butt hurt over the last one which is like weird though because i'm like but you are filthy like you are filthy so what are you mad at like you mad at me because i'm telling y'all viva fam that's a filthy like be mad at yourself because you're filthy like you are giving this old man pussy and i giving getting nothing back like i don't know what you mad at me for because i called it out because I'm saying what they thinking like they've already said before when she was in the hospital they they were asking her if she was being sexually abused so clearly clearly I'm not the only person I think it's weird as fuck what's going on between y'all two but they mad at me okay they not mad at me they mad at themselves they mad at that they are exposed they kind of just wanted to be over here in silent they want people to be quiet but I'm not going to be quiet like I'm gonna say how I feel this is my podcast this is my show like And this is what y'all come here for. Y'all come here for the tea. Y'all come here to hear me vent about people in my life, about everything. And then, like, that's it. So that's that on them. That was it. That's the only segment they get. They get no more airtime. But I know they listen here, so this is the thing. I really don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if you're mad. 
like I said before, I didn't plan on being your friend no more. I didn't ever plan on being your friend no more. So you being mad just makes it easier for me because now at least y'all ain't calling me and at least y'all ain't bugging me and at least y'all ain't wondering. It's mutual. So good, <laughs> good. Made it easier. So stop looking over here every time you drive by. No, we're not friends. We ain't gonna be friends. Like, and we don't gotta talk about this because I mean what I say and I'm not sorry. You know what I mean? I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. And I can say it to your face, but that's enough for that beautiful fam we're gonna go into a quick commercial break and then i'll get back into some real relevant topics with relevant people so hang tight Welcome back, Viva fam. It's your girl, Ash Tone, the host with the most, and you're listening to the Viva Life podcast. Um, I'm going to try out this new technique. Is it a technique? I don't know. It's not a technique so much as it is just something, um, which is I'm just going to try to put out an episode every week. Not worried about the seasons, even though I do want to do a season five, but maybe I'm going to put season five on hold and just ride out season four until it feels right in my heart to move on to season five. I don't remember if I said this in the opening, but we are upgrading the podcast, me and the whole team, the behind the scenes team that takes care of all the other business side. We do want to upgrade it, but um, to just try to quickly switch into season five right now in the middle of all that, it, it, would, it wouldn't be fair to season five. You know, it's best to start season five where you want to be and then just ride out season four while working behind the scenes on season five. And I don't want to just not do anything until season five because then there is a whole gap. You know, I know you guys will listen to an episode and then be like, damn, like she ain't going to post no more. Like she ain't going. So I want to get you guys as an audience comfortable and trust me enough to know that like every week a new episode is going to come out. And if I just not post nothing and then work on season five and then come out, you know, that 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 trust is broken. So I'm just going to write out season four weekly until season five is done. And then we'll switch over, do the whole, you know, season. uh, What do you call it? Season beginning, whatever you call it, you know, all that stuff for season five. And then we'll roll into season five smoothly. I just felt the need to say that because um it's just kind of what I'm thinking and it's what you know we all I'm speaking on behalf of the whole team (laughs) it's like the vision that we all have for the podcast and so we're gonna just go ahead and try to execute it but it wouldn't be fair you know to just like go ghost again for like the next four or five months and then come back out with a whole new season and it also wouldn't be fair to rush a season five to be done in September because that's just when we always start a new season and it's not ready you know like I want to give the best quality content so we're gonna ride out season four weekly and um yeah you guys just hear the uh, the updates as we go I guess um so let's talk quickly about some pop cultural things you know what really got my heart and I don't want to cloud chase off this guy's name but it really did make me sad like I listened to to the dude's music and that's when um P&B Rock passed away 
that was crazy to me like I you I don't follow shade room but I do have this toxic habit of trying to keep up and see what they post especially if I'm in the mood like when I'm bored or if I'm traveling to work um it's like a two-hour ride to get to work so I'd be like let me just check in and see what shade room posted don't follow him but you know and that was the first thing that popped up that he had died and I was like wait hold on what back up and I'm seeing that he got shot at Roscoe's and because well okay I don't know if it's because his girl posted the location but that like can we not pretend like that's not why like people wouldn't have known the location if she hadn't posted it would it have would it have happened at a later time possibly it would have happened at a later time but it happened you know and that's crazy like like it's just weird you know for my brain to comprehend that there is no more rock like there's no more rock on this planet like what what you know that really was sad because I have never known him to be in no type of drama um I think I don't know I don't know when I first start listening to like his music and all his features. I really like him in his features. His features are really cool. Um, the one with Nicki Minaj, I think it's called Fendi. I listen to it all the time. I don't know why I don't know the name. And then uh, um, Everyday We Lit song. He has a lot of good bangers out there. I've never known him to put out bad music. He even did a song with Jay Green, which I like Jay Green's um, music um, called Outside or We Outside or something. Um, but yeah, like that is so sad. That is so sad. Um, I did remember when he used to date Aaliyah J cause I follow Aaliyah J. I like her. She's the it girl. <sighs> but, um, that was just sad. I follow a couple of girl, not a couple of girls. It's just one girl storm, Oracle storm, Shelby. She goes by a different titles, but if you follow her you know who I'm talking about and she brought up a good point about Empire the record label um she was saying like something should I pull it up so that I wait I know exactly what I'm saying without paraphrasing or misparaphrasing people let me pull it up hang tight Storm Ellie Mac. Okay, so she said that she wishes, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm unorganized. I feel like Wendy Williams, which we're going to get into Wendy Williams in a minute. Yeah, it's gone. Mm, Where is Shelby? Basically, she was saying that she wishes new artists would stop signing to Empire um, and kind of like highlighting the the conspiracy, which is not really a conspiracy, but she's highlighting the fact that a lot of Empire, Empire is a record label, that a lot of their um, artists end up murdered. There we go. Here's the tweet. She says, I really need artists to stop signing with Empire. Once you get that star ring, it's a target on your head. Their artists are worth more dead than alive. I've said this so many times. And then um, in the thread, she goes and shows like a bunch of artists that have died with the ring. So I took it on myself to um, look up the artist that's under Empire. And you have 
I'm gonna, should I just name the, the ones I have passed? All right, okay, I'm gonna name the first, the first, like, nine. We have Fireboy, DML, King Vaughn, PNB Rock, Mo, MO3, Young Dolph, Drakeo the Ruler, X, Triple X, Dentacion. I don't want to be like Meek and be like Extensions, but X, D Smoke, Kendrick Lamar. Um, I kind of want to say Pop Smoke was uh, also also signed Tyga Iggy and, and I don't know if any like you know you guys have to correct me let's see who's Pop Smoke was signed to who was Pop Smoke let's see now we're doing research guys and this is why I don't get sleep between the hours of 2am to like 7 a.m. because I'm up trying to uh, look up the conspiracies of the world. Um, yeah. So let's see. Because if Pop Smoke, oh, he was assigned to Republic. All right. All right. All right. So what's the difference with these labels? Because I see triple, I see X was signed to Republic as well. I don't know how labels work. Can you be signed to multiple labels? I don't know. Oh, see, look, I'm learning things. What I know is the music industry game is grimy, which I don't know why people be all sucking P Diddy's dick. Because, like, didn't he go to jail for that? Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, I don't Do I want to go there? Do I really want to go there? I don't really want to go there. Because he's not a person that I want to have a target on my head. But basically what I'm getting at is the idea of setting up artists and having them killed. Um, and how record labels do that. Do I think that's what um happened with PNB? I don't know. I don't know, but that's what happened to Pop Smoke. It was said it was a home invasion, robbery or home invasion. So I don't know. Universal Music Group um has entered into a multi-year deal with independent distributor Empire. So I guess they're the head who owns it. Gazi Shami. I don't know. But that's just what um, I saw she posted about like signing with them and then I went in Google and was like damn a lot of the people did a lot of the people did you know she might be onto something Storm Ellie Mac might be onto something she usually is onto something though she usually is onto something so you know all in all I found that pretty sad that that's what happened to dude because he was I don't know him personally but just you know you just don't hear him in drama like I don't ever heard of him in drama no one ever wanted to cancel him on social media plus he makes really good music so I just found that pretty sad pretty sad that that's that was his fate that's what happened um yeah let me take a little beer drink and pour some out for the dead homies 
So, um, moving on, we're going to just discuss the little bit that I want to discuss about Wendy Williams. It wasn't much, but I started noticing that the T channels on YouTube have been discussing Wendy Williams. And I even saw that interview she did on TMZ, which, um, I mean, clearly she's not feeling well. You could say it like that. Clearly she's not feeling well, her health and whatever. But, um, I don't know. I feel like Wendy Williams is going to make a comeback. And I feel like Sherry Shepard that took over the Wendy show and made it Sherry. I feel like she's not interesting enough to have a talk show. Wendy Williams had the juice, you know, she had the tea, she had the personality, she was a great storyteller, like, Wendy Williams has something that she, they, it had a recipe that could not be replicated, it's like the Krabby Patty, and Sherry Shepard is like the chum bucket, so will it be a success? It could be a success for like three to five years, and then fizzle out until they need to do something else, but I'm telling you this, if and when Miss Wendy Williams decides to come out with her podcast, it's over for the Sherry Show. Because that's where we are going to go listen. We like Wendy. We like Wendy for Wendy. Not to mention that um, she's put years into this business as being a radio personality. I can only aspire to be as successful as Wendy Williams being a radio personality. So, um yeah and and I feel like people are exploiting her right now but that's what people like to do people like to exploit people at their time of weakness like uh look at Gabby Hanna like if you guys I know I'm jumping and the audience may not even know who Gabby Hanna is but she's a YouTube personality and maybe like two three weeks ago she went on TikTok sorry my my shirt was covering my voice so you probably heard it muffled but anyway two to three weeks ago Gabby Hanna was on TikTok um, just, you know, being, I guess, what you would call herself. People took it as her being manic, having a bipolar breakdown, which later she clarified that it was possibly, but it didn't start out that way. But whatever the case is, all the T channels on YouTube just went to exploit this girl, went to exploit her in what they accused of having a manic state. And it's the same thing what they do to Wendy Williams. Right now, she may not be okay. But let's normalize not being okay. Like, it's okay to not be okay. So why are we exploiting this woman, these women, but in regards to Wendy, this woman, you know, and make it sound like Wendy Williams is not okay. Oh, it's it's over for her. Like, no, Wendy always comes back. Even if it takes her a year to get grounded, she will always be back. Mark my words. Like, the only time she won't be back is if she dies. And knock on wood that that's not what happens to her I don't think it will because she's pretty strong like she's a strong woman so yeah um I think she'll be back I think she'll have a lot of tricks up her sleeve and if she does start the Wendy Experience podcast best believe it will give Joe Rogan a run for his motherfucking money a run for his motherfucking money let's go in a quick commercial break and we'll talk more okay Hey there! Just want to quickly interrupt this episode of the Viva the Life podcast, hosted by yours truly, Ashtone, to let you know that um, 
well actually just to shout out my good friends at karma collective you can go on the website sharethekarma.com that's www.s-h-a-r-e-t-h-e-k-a-r-m-a.com the store karma collective is awesome it's more than just an apparel company they are about spreading positivity and inspiration through the messages that they incorporate into their designs and they also empower everyone who wears them to be an agent of change super into spiritual concepts they have beautiful rings they also give back and work with other organizations to help benefit our universe Um, just super high vibe and positive so if you're interested in like t-shirts if you're interested in apparel if you're interested in pretty much fashion and you also love to spread uplifting spiritual messages go check out karma collective i'm so happy that we're able to partner together and yeah just go check them out use my code ashtone a-s-h-t-o-n-e-e and save you some money off bye Welcome back, Viva fam. It's your girl, Ash Tone, the host with the most commentary, and you're listening to the Viva Life podcast. Before I go any further, I want to just take a quick minute and shout out my good friend, Rel, from Trap Politics, because one, I have, I feel like I have been disconnected from the inner, the, the internet world ever since I deleted Twitter. I can't really keep up with people that much, so I don't know what's going on when it's going on. But Rel is the consistent king. He is the consistent king right now. And every time I'm on YouTube, he's live streaming and he's doing his thing. Not to mention, brother is getting views. Like, I remember when he used to do his podcast and he had, like, other friends on there with him, which I thought it was hella funny at the time, but I guess it didn't align with his vision. Um, And to now see the rebrand and what he's doing now, he's been featured on TMZ multiple times. Um he's really doing his thing and it is really nowhere but up for this guy and I'm just honored that I was even able to get him on my podcast for this season season four if you haven't listened to it go back it's called a conversation with Rill. um but yeah he is doing his thing rising and growing um and you know go follow trappolitics.com follow him on Instagram or not Instagram follow him on YouTube because that's where he's doing most of his his cool shit um, and then he just comments on all the the latest news. It's like, it's 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 not a T channel, but it's like to me, it's the same type of idea, like commenting on the latest news. But it's not a a T channel. He's not messy with it. You know, he's reporting it, giving his opinion. He interacts with the chat. Go follow him. Go check it out. I think it's Trap Politics TV on YouTube. Go check go check it out. Um, yeah I just wanted to like open up and just say that before I forgot because um he's really doing his thing and it's like so impressive to see someone that I know move up in this industry in this entertainment industry it's so cool so yeah shout out to him um I was gonna be like shout out to me because I'm doing the same but whatever um what was else was I gonna talk to you guys about um I don't remember I don't remember. What if I start doing episodes every day? Would you guys listen to it if I start listening every day? Um, I know you guys are going to listen on Spotify, but Spotify is the only way you can answer the question. But um, answer it. If you're on Spotify, answer the question. Would you listen if I did episodes every day? 
Um, the reason why I said that is because I wanted to bring up some tea just now that I heard and key key about it. And then I'm like, you know what? I could do this every day. Like every day there's something going on that I could like comment on. But maybe a week. Maybe I should just stay in my lane and do my weekly shit. Anyways, the reason why I said that is because like um, I saw that like is the India and a uh, little dark breakup. I don't want to give too much of my two cents on this because if they, if you don't know, Lil Durk is a rapper in India, <laughs> is his girlfriend. Like, I don't know her outside of her being his girlfriend. But um, I don't want to give too much of my two cents because if they get together, we all going to look stupid. That's commenting on it. But I'll say what I thought. He did an interview a while ago and it said, what attracted you to India? And he said her body count, her body count is low. And at that then moment, I was like, oh boy is insecure. He's insecure within himself. And if she ever catches on to this, she's going to realize her worth and realize she can do a lot better with a guy that ain't so goddamn insecure. And apparently she's a free agent, as she says. So we'll see what happens with that. But if it stays broken up and she gets with somebody else, then yeah, I kind of saw that happening because he comments on some immature shit. Um, so, yeah. Apple Watts, which, remember when she got into a car accident and it was not looking good and she was, was she in a coma? I don't remember. But uh, I recently like went on her Instagram and was like looking at a lot of her stuff and I see like she's making a comeback. She's doing pretty good, you know, considering the amount of of injury she sustained. She's doing pretty well. And that's remarkable. You know, like I've been in a situation myself where I have had to relearn how to walk and talk. So to see somebody like her doing it is like, yeah, I know that is a hard road that is a hard long road but she's doing it and you know i'm proud of her um allegedly her sister stole all her gofundme money so she has to start all over with that um i don't really know the story i don't know if her sister did or didn't but that's just what the tea is but the reason why i brought her up is because like i have met her a couple of times once um back in my scripper days uh, me and a couple of girls hopped in my my little Versa. I think I was driving the Versa back then. My little Versa, and we went to LA, and we went to a strip club that she was at. I didn't know how big she was at the time. This was like 2016. I didn't know how big she was at the time, but I know that girl, she was super nice. She was like one of the only other girls that was like welcoming of the newcomers. She was like, hey, hi. But that girl made me feel like shit that day because I made almost no money. And she came back with buckets. She had buckets of cash buckets of cash and I know it was her because her name was Apple and obviously the same face but at the time like I just liked that her name was Apple I thought that was so cool of a name I don't know if that's her real name or not if it is that's even cooler but if that's like a stage name or her her um entertainment name that's even cool too but yeah like I will never forget that day because we, I drove all the way out to LA from Corona to make bags because I guess it was some rappers. I don't even know who those people were. They might be relevant, but I don't know. But uh, they were over there, so they were like, oh, girls are getting paid like thousands or whatever. You need to go down there. So me and a couple girls hop in the car, drive down there, and I got paid dust. 
I got paid dust. And that girl stole the show. She, like, it was two times I was over at that club. And she had buckets, buckets of money. And like I said, I didn't know she was big back then. All I knew back then was this girl knows what she's doing. This girl knows what she's doing. But fast forward, you know, I see that she actually... I don't know if she was famous back then. I, I want to assume she was famous back then in 2016. Um, if not on TV, at least locally, she was famous because, like I said, this girl was pulling in buckets of money. So to see that, you know, long story short, to, to tie it all together, to see that she's, you know, on her recovery and she's like alive is remarkable and I'm proud of her. But yeah, I, I've always wanted to tell this story, <laughs> but I just never knew the right people to tell it to. I told my kid's dad, because he knew me back then but um I don't think he understood the fact like I didn't think he really understood what it was like to be like oh I know her like I actually know her I know somebody that was on love and hip-hop so let's talk about Kris Jenner and the body double do you did you guys see that video that um resurfaced of not resurfaced that surfaced of Kris Jenner I feel like she's playing games (laughs) Like, I feel like she's playing games. We all saw that episode when she was trying to dance with, uh, what is that woman's name? She was like the dance choreographer for the Pussycat Dolls. And she was like trying to practice to do like a dance thing with Danny D. Kane and she popped her old ass knees. Um, we all saw that she can't, she ain't got the moves, but supposedly she's doing some, uh, dancing. And I'm like, oh. And it was to Travis, like a remake of Travis Scott's song, which I feel like they got him in like a get out scenario. They had Kanye, but he got out. I think they got Travis, maybe even Tristan in the get out scenario. But anyways, yeah, she's just like doing some type of samba dance. Like the dance wasn't even all that good. Like she really could have kept the video in the drafts, for oh my opinion. She could have kept this video in the drafts because one, I don't think it's her. Nobody thinks it's her. And what, what is it for? Like, what was it advertising? What is it for? I think it's real convenient she would do something to um, distract from the whole Ray J thing, which Ray J is upset with them because as we already knew, they kind of like got famous off his back. So he's coming forward with receipts and doing all this shit and then she drops his video. She gonna do everything but address him, I guess. This family is so full of tricks, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't really think Kylie Jenner is a trick. I feel like, and I could be so wrong, you know, and I, I have my things against Kylie. I think I even have her blocked on Instagram. But truthfully, I really feel like she wants something different. I don't know these people. This is just my speculation. But I think she wants something different. She's not as media hungry as everybody else but I feel like she does some of the things she does because she's in that family and she has to but I feel like if we let Kylie do her own thing she's naturally cool like naturally cool naturally a trendsetter she's a Leo I think Leos are like that they're creative trendsetters they oppose Aquarius Aquarius are trendsetters they're just more awkward with it people like to call them crazy before they call them a trendsetter but Kylie's a Leo I think she has what it takes to be a star within her own right as a Kylie outside of the Kardashian family 
we'll see what she does with the rest of her life but I think she has the sauce without all these tricks I don't know what's been happening to Kim Kardashian lately but um I feel like when she first came on the scene she was a real trendsetter and now she just gives me the energy of thirsty like thirsty for money thirsty for fame thirsty for clout like she just gives me thirsty energy and um I don't know what Chloe's doing lately but whatever about Chloe she's always been thirsty but more so thirsty for a man not like Kim thirsty for clout then you have Courtney, who's just always been on her own wave and then you have Kendall who people speculate is an undercover lesbian I don't know but it sounds about right I mean a lot of those models are lesbians like Akira Dovey Carl, not Carly Kloss um it was another one but I forgot her name um oh Free Free Freeha Beha Freeja Beha if you know modeling people I used to be like I said in the opening I was really into fashion and modeling and all that stuff back in the day and I kind of just let it go but I know the models I know the scene but um yeah they, they accuse her of being an undercover lesbian I don't know if that's true or not I just think it was worth mentioning and uh, Rob has been robbed <laughs> he has been robbed <laughs> and that's all I can say excuse me so um how long have I been talking let's go on one more commercial break and then when I come back we'll wrap up the show and I'll talk about the car insurance situation that I've been going through it's not what I've been going through but what I went through so hang tight what's up guys we are back with the viva life podcast i am sweating bullets in this studio excuse me i had to drink it's hot in here and then on top of that i'm drinking a beer so that makes you even more hot but um yeah i'm sweating bullets um thank you so much for sitting through the commercial breaks because that's how we get the bills paid I wanted to talk about the insurance thing and um, it wasn't big. It wasn't a big deal. Like I, I recently got a new car and I have been trying to get insurance on it. And my other insurance for the old hoopty that I have expired as well. So I need to get insurance for both of the cars. So I'm online doing quotes. You know, you hear the, the, we are farmers. Dum, 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 dum. Call 1-800-GENERAL now. And you hear all the commercials for insurance. So I'm just playing commercials on my head and typing in the website to get a quote. All the quotes, progressive with flow, fuck flow. Because she had the highest quote. It was like almost $400 a month for both of these cars. And I'm like, no, not no. Like, I'm not paying, I'm not paying half of my, my bills money. Because my bill money is like $800 a month. Thanks to living off grid. But my bill money, I'm not about to pay half of that just for two cars that I might not even have next year. Hell no. Nah. So the general expensive, State Farm expensive. I didn't even bother with AAA. Um, what else? Like just insurance. There's an app, you know, they cover me. It was like, what, 50 bucks for 200 miles? I'm like, I drive way more than 200 miles. Like it's 100 miles to get to where I work. So nah. 
Um, so I'm just like looking, 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 looking. And then everything is so expensive. Everything is so expensive. I was thinking like, okay, if I can get something for $60 a month for both cars, not for both cars, that, that would be a dream. But for each car, $60 a month, I pay like something like 100 120 for both. That's cool. And that's what I'm looking for. Nothing. Somehow, I don't know how I got into linked into it, but uh, I'm not going to shout out my insurance because like I said, I feel like certain people that listen here, <laughs> fairy boy and fairy girl, send negative juju my way. So I'm not going to start, I'm not going to out things that they could actively curse. You know what I mean? Do I sound crazy? Probably to some of you, but to other of you that know how it works, I know I don't. So I found the insurance that was perfect for me immediately pay because I don't want the rate to change you know you know how like when you find a really good deal or if you find something you're like let me hurry up and get it before they change their mind that's kind of what the energy I was in so I pay got a really good rate for both of the cars to be insured and then like the next day my phone is blown up all day from these same insurance people um the ones that I got quotes from trying to still sell me insurance and I'm like like first off they call aggressively they call you you delete or not delete you decline the call they call right back and then they call another hour they call every hour on the hour so now currently my phone is not only being blown up by people that i don't want to talk to but now by insurance agencies trying to sell me insurance and then if they don't get you to answer they send you a text message and then call you back and call you back and call you back i'm like do i need to change my number again like i've already blocked four different insurance agency numbers and like they keep coming like clockwork 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 and i'm like damn do i have to change my number again i wouldn't mind it because then i could start all over and have nobody having my number but like god damn like god damn like like what the fuck like they bug and then when they send you the text message about the quote it's like dramatically cheaper than what they were giving me online like i'm like okay but why couldn't you give me that price when i was looking for it online like why you gotta go so high but then now that you want to sell you're gonna like drop it by like 120 bucks which is a good price I'm like, nah, at this point, it's on some fuck you because you should have been transparent from the beginning. So whatever. That's all I wanted to say about insurance. Like insurance, I hate dealing with insurance because they bug, they bug and they call. They're like the ultimate salesman, the ultimate salesman, all the tricks. So, yeah, that's the story that I want to tell about that. Um, any more news, Viva fam? Do I have anything else? I ultimately, I can just say that I'm I'm starting to come out of my shell of hibernation that I have been in since May. Um, May was the beginning of the worst periods of my life up until I'll say the end of August, and that explains and that is why I even um put out an episode when I put it out because I was finally feeling good again and um, when I feel good I feel inspired to do a show I feel inspired to talk I feel inspired to open up so you know I'm excited to see where this goes like I said we're just gonna keep rolling with season four until the wheels fall off and season five is ready um what else what else what else um 
I don't really know what else there is to say. I think I've talked everything. Um, next episode, I hope to talk a little more. I will say this. You guys have not seen this side of me with the opening of the episode with me being actively, I would say, negative. I've always tried to keep it a little positive on the podcast episode because initially, Viva Life was meant to be like more spiritual positivity. But I saw this video yesterday that said you cannot embrace the light unless you embrace the darkness. Without darkness, there will be no light. And so for me, I always suppress the dark, negative, terrible side of my personality to only focus on love and light and being positive and perfect. And I got to a point where that does nothing for me. That gets me walked over. That gets me being talked about while I'm trying to be nice to people, getting talked about behind my back. Like it doesn't get me anywhere. So with the start of that last episode, it's really me just like embracing the full 3D, three-dimensional part of me. You know, the light, fun, nice side, but then also the dark ugliness of me. I will probably look back on these episodes and realize, you know, that was ugly of me, but not today, (laughs) not today. I just wanted to say that. And then another thing is like my voice has been going in and out because we have been fighting COVID over here. My, my boy got it the worst um and that's why like I was into public school before but no longer my kid will never go back to public school because they are so irresponsible with COVID and sicknesses they try to sweep everything under the rug meanwhile they get in families contaminated and sick so my kids will never set foot in a public school also I kind of forgot how public school was um, until I start getting my daughter back in school. And it's so much, uh, um, uh, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but it, it's like they want everybody on the same brain. With. It, it, it's such a creativity killer. They give out these beep beepers, which is like a reward for listening. For bi- blindly following the teacher, you get an award. If you go anywhere outside of it, then you don't get an award which like let people be their own people they don't have to blindly follow all the time as long as they're being respectful and following you know necessary rules that's it but like don't bribe these kids with little 99 cent toys to get them to do what you want like all you're doing is training them to be yes men and that's really what my whole issue with the school system has been about another thing it's kind of petty but it kind of struck wrong with me is like they like my daughter was like being taught her numbers and like one of the phrases is like something something and straight to heaven and I'm like why are they saying straight to heaven like it's not big of a deal you, you know most people believe in heaven but I'm like why are we like I just don't like that like can you use another example straight to the sky straight like it just I, I don't like how public school does like they brainwash everybody into one way of thinking and if the kid does not want to be brainwashed or if they refuse the brainwashing then they're ostracized they're treated differently and I don't like that not to mention that they bug like a motherfucker they call you and text you every day about every little thing that is going on and you have to answer to them it's like I thought this was my child. Why do I have to answer to you? Why do I have to answer to you? You already send, you know, little 
little notes every day that we got assigned to know that we're on the same page with my child's behavior which I get that that's cool but then you gotta do this and you gotta do that and they want to send a letter for everything and then a letter for the letter I'm like I now I know why I hated school because they're just they're so they 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 can't just stay in their lane they want to run the whole life they want to run the family which i'm not mad at the school in itself that's just how the government works like they got to get indoctrinated at their future subjects slaves you know they got to keep it going so yeah with that being said my child would no longer be in public school if anything she'll be in a charter school when she's vocal about wanting to go to school but she don't give a fuck right now like with the type of work I do we always on the go we always on the move so she likes to do that she likes to go visit parks in every city she likes to travel to different cities so she cares more so about traveling and enjoying life and watching mommy hustle more so than just sitting in school for like eight hours a day doing the same routine every every day which I feel like her coming with me to work and doing this and doing that it teaches her way more she's learning how to hustle she's learning how to do this and do that so I feel like that's way more education than her just staying one spot in school will ever teach her but like I said she will eventually go but right now she's gonna work with me and um I saw this trick. Is it a trick or is it like a tip? I'm going to say it's a tip. I saw this tip because I follow a lot of uh, money, money management, economic type accounts on Instagram. And they said that if you have your own business, you can put your child on payroll and claim their payroll on your taxes and I guess potentially get that back. But I feel like we could take it a step further and begin setting up your child's 401k, their their retirement fund, you know, getting them of their bank account. You know, my daughter is five years old, but I'm like, you know what? I think I would just rather take her on the road with me and just be my assistant at five within the child labor laws and make her little money now. Like, can you imagine where she would be at 18? If right now she is starting to work on her business, on her career, by 18, she will be set. She will be set. And I'm like, why are we not doing this with our children? Why are we sending them to school for like eight, nine, 10 hours a day when they could really just start off with their career? They're not dumb. Children are not dumb. They already know. They already know what they're good at. They already know what they like. If we just steer them in that, in that direction and while they're children, let them go through the trials of starting a business, how long it takes, the learning curve. Let them learn that young while they can grasp it fast, while it will still be within their programming. By the time they're adults, they will already, they will be moving on to a whole new life lesson. So with that being said, yeah, I've kind of decided to go that route with my kids, you know, just get them prepared for the real world. Now, we're not going to play these little games going to kindergarten and, and learn the bullshit shit they learn. We're going to get you started in being prepared for this world because school does not prepare you for this world, you know, so that's what we're going to get started on. Um, so, yeah, that was the end of that. What else, Viva Fam? What else is there? Um, stay tuned because we're gonna, um, like I said, I keep, I'm gonna keep emphasizing this. A new episode will be back out next weekend. This one is a little early because it was supposed to be out last or maybe two weeks ago. So I decided to just get on here, finish the part two up for that last episode and then we'll get back into the regular programming by next weekend we will have another episode and every weekend you can look forward to a new viva life episode and then when season five comes you can look forward to 
the big, big, you know, the big upgrades, the new, new that I'm talking about. So that's it. Thank you so much for your participation, for sharing, liking, enjoying, interacting with these podcast episodes. You know, when I first started this, it was... It actually did pretty good when I first started. I'm not going to like try to pretend like I started with nobody. But to see the growth and to see so many people now, according to when I first started, it's like cool because it like I really enjoy this. This is what I want to do for a career, being a radio personality like my sis, Wendy Williams. And so just to see the positive feedback, to see the growth, to see the money behind it, it's like, all right, good. Thumbs up. I'm on the right track. You know, I'm on the right track. You know, the success is matching the drive. So you know, it's just overall good to just see and feel and experience all this. So we'll talk to you later, Viva fam. It's your girl, Ash Tone. And until next time, have a good day. Bye.